everyone, and welcome back to Faction Wars, a New World podcast. My name is Taylor Allen, and this week we are joined by a special guest, my company mate, my friend, a streamer on Twitch, at A-Y-Y-R-P-G, Mr. Andrew Hicks. Andrew, how are you, my friend? I'm fantastic. How are you, sir? I'm doing so good. Uh, sorry, I just got a text from Steven. Uh, we thought he was going to be joining us. He's not. Steven, busy doing other things. Joe, who is also supposed to be on the show, this is supposed to be like a, a cool four-man show, down to down to the bare bones, if you will. Uh, Joe had a, a dad emergency, and to go take care of baby stuff. So... It shall be the two of us, but we've got a, a good episode this week. We're going to be talking about the dev update two vlog that they did, breaking down all of the big pieces that they talked about, discussing the uh, new umbral system in a little bit more depth, uh, talking about dungeon mutators, weapons, some of the changes coming to balancing bugs, things like that, uh, as well as uh, a little discussion about the future of the game, uh, which I'm very excited about. Before we jump into that, though, if you're listening to this on Apple, Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. It helps us out a ton. Five-star reviews really help us within their algorithm. For whatever reason, they take reviews way more seriously than any other podcast hosting service. So if you're listening on Apple specifically, a review would be much appreciated. If you're listening somewhere else and you have access to an Apple device, go download an episode have it play while you're sleeping and then leave us a review on that and then go back to your normal, you know, thing that you listen on. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. We're very close to a thousand subs on YouTube, uh, which we're super excited about. Uh, our YouTube channel also hosts a number of other shows from the Dual Screens Network. If you want your weekly, like, general gaming news, you can listen to the Crossplay Podcast, uh, where we talk about all the biggest news stories in gaming. And if you want to hear really awesome and interesting stories from indie developers, voice actors, and other members of the gaming industry, listen to the Dual Screens Podcast. We have interviewed over 300 developers for that podcast, and it's absolutely awesome. Recently, we had the voice of Geralt uh, from The Witcher 3 uh, on to talk to us about a new game that he's working on. Uh, we've done interviews with the developers of uh, like Fall Guys, with the developers of Dead by Daylight, all of those really cool indie games that you guys are playing. So definitely check that out as well. And then if you want to support the show even more, you can go over to patreon.com slash NDS podcast. It'll get you exclusive access to our discord server, which is pretty dope. Uh, it'll also get you shows um, that we don't release to the public. You can you know listen to our pre-shows, listen to us just ramble and be stupid. So if you want more content that's not just New World, definitely check that out. This show in particular could not exist without the generous people over on Patreon, like our Patreon producers, FNH Paul, Colton, the Apprentice Nestler, and Vegas Girl on Fire. Okay, housekeeping is out of the way. We're going to dive mm. in to this developer update, but before we do, I want you to uh, introduce yourself a little bit, Andrew. Let the people know your experience with New World, uh, you know, maybe talk about what build you like, things like that. 
All right, my name is Andrew. If you could not get that already, um, I play video games uh, right now. This game, New World, for sure. Deep Rock Galactic. I love ARPGs, hence the name. Um, been playing New World since it came out. Um, digging deep into how I like to play the game. I like to hit stuff with the big weapons. Uh, Great Axe Hammer. I like to tank, though, specifically. So I do a lot of PvE content, mostly PvE content. I try to get in PvP when I can, but I get more enjoyment out of PvE. Um, otherwise, just a normal guy that likes to play video games. That's it. Very nice. Uh, Andrew is selling himself a little bit short. Andrew not only likes to tank, he is the reason I'm alive in like 90% of the elite zones that we go to, all of the dungeons, like... My character stays very squishy, and I know that I'll be safe because of my my big protective boy with his Every big shield. needs a meat shield. That's true. That's it. Big, thick boy. Big, 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 thick boy. I All get right. enjoyment out of helping people like that. Hey, as a healer, I uh, I vibe with that. Because I, I don't do a lot of damage, you know? I just keep people alive. Same. All right. Uh, so this week... Uh, the developers over at New World released their second dev update vlog. Um, so the first one was that like hour and a half long one that they put out right around Christmas um, detailing kind of what they were wanting to see in future patches, what's been going on, things like that. Uh, so this is a similar one, a little bit shorter. This one was around 40 minutes, 35, 40 minutes. So we're going to go through the excuse me, the bullet points line by line, kind of talk about the, the main things that they talk about uh, and then give our takes. But overall, I'm really loving that they're doing these in general. Um, I have said from the beginning that some transparency from the dev team is super important. Even if they can't give us a full year roadmap, these like monthly updates help people know like a that fixes and changes are coming they highlight some of the biggest bugs in the game um and what they're doing to work on those which i think is absolutely awesome uh and two content that we can expect down the line to keep people excited and engaged and playing the game um high level andrew how do you feel about these dev updates as a whole and specifically the second one they've done i really I'm really looking forward to mutations for sure. Mm -hmm. um, I think the best part about the end game is the continuation of being able to power level yourself and giving yourself new challenges every week, daily, whatever it may be. Um, Umbral shards, cool way to grind out gear up to high, the cap for gear score, which is 625 mm -hmm. after the update um, from 600. Um, off the top of my head, they, I know they talked about adding some more PvP stuff. Um, High-level PvP stuff is always going to be great, especially with this game, um, because right now the only things you can really do are OPR and PvP, like OPR and wars. Um, otherwise, I mean, it all it's all pretty standard quality of life stuff. They need to get the bugs worked out, obviously, which I know is the big February. All February is going to be that. Mm -hmm. Um Otherwise, I think at a, at a high level, I think it's very good as long as they can iron out what they need to iron out and not create anything massive, anything, any bigger problems than they yeah. already have. 
Totally. And that, you know, given the history of this game is a big ask, I think. You know, I I love mm-hmm. this game, but you know, every update brings new bugs and new bullshit that kind of right. like sees its I way agree. out. So I'm cautiously optimistic, but the transparency from these from this team, um, their willingness to sit down on camera and say like, yeah, we fucked up these patch notes. We didn't have them ready. Or yeah, we like, we totally fucked up. This bug is giving us a really hard time. We're trying to figure it out. We've got our best people on it. I don't, you know, shrug emoji kind of a thing. Like, I think that's kind of nice instead of radio silence. Right. Cause if it's just radio silence and it's like, are these fucking guys even doing anything? But this it's like, Oh my God. I think the the first time I watched this dev update, um, I was streaming it into the Discord with a, a bunch of our company mates. Uh, and my very first comment was, oh my god, Scott Lane, who is the creative director of the game, has aged 60 years in the last 18 months. Like, that man yeah, is true. is withering away. This game is literally killing him. But, yeah. like, it's it's endearing to see these people play the game you know and i i love it i i love um that they're putting themselves out there uh we're we're getting to see these same faces over and over again um and it's it's like kind of humanizing the team which i think is super important like instead of the game being hidden behind like this guise of the biggest company in the world you know of amazon like we can see that these are actual human beings and like are having issues and things like that. Not like you get what I mean. Like they have normal human problems and stuff and they're trying to figure it out. Right. Which is why I give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm not a game designer. I don't claim to be a game designer. I don't know the process. I don't claim to know the process, Mm -hmm. but I think obviously the first hat, like the game up until now has been pretty, pretty up and down with how things have gone with patch notes and updates and all that stuff and major bugs, game-breaking bugs, duplication bugs, all that stuff. And I think at this point, we can only hope that they add things to the game and nothing major is broken. I can take unintended weapon bugs. I can take um, just small little here and there's like a normal game would have. Yeah. But anything major from here on out is only a setback and i think if we can get the next patch to the mutations and it's a, a, a it's smooth and there's no game breaking anything and they don't have to disable trading or anything i think that's a huge win huge win for everybody um yeah but I, even if they do it's like if they get it fixed within a day or two i mean i'm not going to fault anybody but it can't keep happening or it just will continue. That will just be the meme, right? It's like, sure. Well, new update, new bug. Yeah. New, new game breaking bug. I I totally, I totally get that. So let's, let's jump into the, the line by line of this and we'll, we'll get takes on each of these things. Um, So the first thing they jumped into right off the bat was, Hey, upcoming in our January update, we're going to be releasing mutators. At the point of recording, it is now um, almost midnight Eastern on January 21st, um, and the patch is not out, which means we've got one week. Everyone's thinking it's probably going to come Tuesday or Wednesday of next week, the 25th or 26th. 
based on you know the ending of the holiday event and things like that but uh you know that's that's likely going to be coming here pretty quickly it has been on the ptr i think we're going on week three um and they actually address the ptr in this section as well they mentioned that previously they were running the PTR for much shorter periods and that wasn't really helping them. You know, they thought they would go in and just be like, okay, we're just going to stress test the server, see how the new things do, things like that. Not really intending for it to be, you know, an area to like suss out major bugs and, and making sure that the mechanics are operating well. I think the December PTR was a step in the right direction. And I think the January PTR continues to move in a good direction. You know, going through three weeks of updates there, yes. I think it's it's much needed. Big thumbs up. PTRs are always a good thing, and it's just another outlet for them to test stuff before they apply it to the game. Yeah, without so, it fucking up the actual in-game economy and people's gear and people's enjoyment of the real game, right? Yep, exactly. So, super happy with that. And because of the data that they've seen in the PTR, the most recent patch notes there, uh, they mentioned that they are significantly reducing the cost of crafting tuning orbs and stuff. Like, you used to have to right. grind a lot of portals to be able to craft tuning orbs, yeah. and they have brought that cost way down. I think it's only one corrupted lodestone. Do you remember at launch, the very first uh, yeah. Genesis key that I crafted, it took 10 corrupted lodestone. Yikes. Laz was 20. Yeah. Mm. Now it's now it's two. Laz is three, and they're dropping that down to one for each. Well, which I think God. is so is much ones, needed. So. Yeah. Um so super super happy about that. I'm I'm glad that they're implementing these changes. It genuinely feels like they're listening to the community when it comes to these things too. Like the community for a very long time has been harping on like the cost of these keys are way too prohibitive. Like if you want to craft all of your Genesis keys in a week, you have to clear like Shattered Mountain portals probably five or six times a week. You have to run Mangled Heights and uh, Caminus and Lower Sficken Stand uh, probably the same amount five times a week. Like, it's a lot. And those those runs aren't, like, you know, just quick runs. Like, it, it usually yeah. takes a little bit of time to, to gather up a group or whatever, um, especially right. if you don't play at peak hours and stuff. And so it's, it's pretty cost prohibitive. So smoothing right. that out is going to be really nice. Yeah, speaking of cost prohibitive, I wonder how tuning orbs being easier to craft and then the addition of the mutation orbs, since they are separate, mm -hmm. is going to affect the economy. Yeah. Because so, right now it's like they're expensive. Like you're paying, what, 2K to 3K gold a spot for the two legendary dungeons or legends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's, it, that's oh, just on our... It? Yeah, that's just on our server. If you're playing on a big server like Eden or Valhalla or Olympus, oh, yeah. I, I've yeah. heard that tuning orbs are going for like five, six, seven K to run yeah, those. That's that's incredible. Like so making them less cost prohibitive um, and making them more readily available through the faction shop, I think are is going to drive that price down a little bit um, and make it a little bit more accessible. Personally, I think like, you know, one to two K for an orb slot is totally reasonable. Like if people are wanting to run it a bunch, it costs money to craft the orbs. I I'm totally down for that. But um, 
I, I definitely don't want it to continue to escalate like it has on some of those like really high pop servers where it's going for five, six, seven K a slot. Agreed. So I, that is also a, like an adverse effect. The mutation orbs, I'm not a hundred percent sure if they're binding on pickup or not, but um, obviously they'll probably have to be right. Well, um, I think but... they're making everything except for the actual orb tradable now. So the okay, the so chisels, it, like yeah, once you craft it, it's yours. But like everything else, including the corrupted lodestone that you get from portals and stuff, are all going to be sellable in the trading posts. Right. So th- what I think will probably happen is you will see a decrease in in price, average price of just the regular orb, right? Because mm-hmm. it's just a regular orb. Um, but the mutation orbs. I think you'll see a pretty steep incline with certain levels of mutation. So it would not surprise me actually, if those don't get sold even close to as often, because like for me personally, at least I'm not using my orb unless I'm going in with a pre-made five man that I know has a good comp has trophies and is going to be able to, like Agreed. do their shit right uh-huh. like there's no yeah. way that i'm i'm gonna lfg and sell four slots to you know random tom dick and harry that have never done lazarus to begin with you know and wanting to do mutations after getting out of there for the first time absolutely yeah, not so and I'm, i'll make this comparison probably a few times but with how WoW does it, so they do keystones, and they, I mean, keystones are just, you get a level 5 keystone, and then you can continuously run it, and that key will upgrade to get you to the next tier. Mm-hmm. Um, so, people will sell, um, and people will farm that. So, you'll farm level 2, and then once you get your gear good enough and best in slots, you'll start you'll start farming, like, 5s, um, and then you'll start pushing to 10. Um, and you'll just try to find a group that you could do that with but yeah. it really is only cost effective and efficient to run it at the lower tiers and then sell it at the lower tiers so people that are just farming for items will probably not push past tier two or three depending on the group um pubs i can guarantee will probably only farm level one or two with seeing some videos and how difficult they actually are mm-hmm. <laughs> depending on the mods um it's just i've I think it will have the effect that regular tuning orbs will probably be out the window for pricing unless you just want to run it for fun. Um, but mutation orbs will probably take over the regular key slots. I, I do. Yeah. I do still think that people are going to have some value in running that. Right. Um, because obviously yeah. you can still get the good drops on the mutations, but if you just want to do a quick run, um, like a, a lower cost, you know, less stressful, quick run to try and grab like, you know, will of the ancients at 600, for example, or if you want to get like infamy from garden of Genesis, which is like the, the best in slot, um, musket, like, People are still going to run that, and I, I think you'll see the price go down a little bit uh, yeah, because of that, but yeah. I think there's still going to be some demand. Yep, but be ready for the influx in trading or the materials. Oh, That'll 100%. 100%. That is going to skyrocket. Oh. The first two weeks will be a nuts. We're, we're going to see bots grinding portals now in, like, Morningdale, or not Morningdale, um, like, Windsward and, and Everfall, like the little tw- uh, level 25 
just to sell the slivers because you know those are going to be in super high demand yeah. uh any last thoughts on mutators and kind of the update that they provided to mutators before we move to the next big item here build diversity um i think is getting a i think that's an inadvertent buff to the game oh yeah um obviously everybody's running what's the most efficient but i think mutations and the certain mutation combos will like force you to play something that's not meta and I think people will struggle with that, but I think it's a it's a healthy, healthy thing to add to PvE. Yeah, it's um, also just... going to add a lot of demand for perks that are currently viewed as useless. Like right now, really? if you roll a great axe with well, not right now because people know about the mutators and stuff. But before this was announced, if you rolled a great axe with angry earthbane or something, you'd be like, oh fuck, like cool. I can run through with my PvP Great Axe just fine on Genesis and have no issues because it's best in slot for PvP. And so it, it clears totally fine. But now things like a- Angry Earthbane and stuff are not only like desired, but necessary if you want to clear on these high level tiers um, and want to be able to clear all the mobs and stuff. So um i i think it's gonna be nice that there's gonna be more value added to more pieces of gear in the game yep a a couple of other minor things here uh with this update as well they're adding six additional spirit shrines to the game all right outside of the existing set of dungeons um which i think is nice um you know a little bit more convenient Uh, and they're also reducing fast travel costs uh which can be so cheap yeah i mean right now i don't even care how much fast travel costs anyway because i have almost 300 bottles of suspended azoth in my inventory so like just whatever there we talked about it last week they're nerfing that too though so uh, either way it'll be good it'll be good i'm i'm looking forward to that uh and they they did mention that they are looking to add mutators to lower level expeditions they just want to make sure that um there's a way to add enough challenge to keep it on par with some of the higher level ones. So agreed. I I also wish they would make the gear high level gear as well. As as soon as you pass a certain mutation level. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, a really good incentive for people to run them all instead of just level 60 people running the two legendary ones in Imperial palace, yeah. right? Diversity. Yeah, I agree. All right, the next big thing that they jumped into was the next round of server transfers. So they mentioned right off the bat that the server merges that they did in December was not ideal. Um, They were not able to get all of the worlds together like they wanted to because of that uh, persistent housing bug that was causing it to uh, make it so that people lost a bunch of shit and couldn't, you know, have that many houses in a single area. So they said that that issue is going to be fixed soon. It's high priority for them. Um, they considered that, you know, round one of the initial merges. And then this next one is going to be round 1.5. So likely if you got merged and there is another server in your world cluster, um, like for example, Arcadia Omega is our world cluster. Um, we are going to be merged into the other server that is also left on Arcadia Omega. So just keep that in mind. 
these are going to be coming. They made it sound like they're still a little ways off. They're working on it. They're trying to, you know, get it all fixed and taken care of. Um, but they made it sound at least like it's going to be a little bit of time. And then they did mention after they're done with that round 1.5 of server merges, everyone will be given a second server transfer token. If you haven't used your first one, that means you will have two for free. So everyone right. will be getting another server transfer token if they need to, if they get into their new server um, and it's just not the vibe. You can go somewhere else. Totally fine. Overall, though, since the initial server merges, I have been super happy. I, I was stoked with our initial merge because we were on a very dead server. Like we had peak concurrent players like getting down to the double digits kind of a thing. Um, and so right now we're sitting at about 500 peak concurrents. Uh, on our server, we're likely going to be merging into a server that has about 600, uh, get us to like that 1000 to 1100 range. Um, so there's going to be a lot going on. Nodes are obviously going to be way more contested because we have twice as many people, but I think it's going to make things like OPR and uh, running dungeons and stuff like that even more accessible um, and even more enjoyable. How has your experience been, Andrew, since these server merges and what do you think about this next round? I mean, it's been, I mean, pretty positive, right? I mean, yeah. minus all the all the stuff they broke when they transferred, but sure. um, or emerged. But um, overall, obviously, more people is, is better, right? I just, I'm, in, I'm interested to see, because, like, we've never been on a server that's been more than 500, 600 people. Uh-huh. I'm interested to see Outside how. Outside of, like, launch week, right? When we, right. we all had I mean, cues. Yeah. Um. Yeah, agreed. God, I don't want to go. Please don't. I don't mention the Q word again. Um, I, I'm interested to see. I really think that this game will really shine in, like, the wars, obviously, like, like large-scale PvP, right? Um, but where I think the game can really improve on and shine in is the open-world PvP struggle, right? With territory control and being able to stop people from trying to take over a territory and this constant struggle between three factions in this map that's finite, right? Um, I just think that open-world PvP is so fluid and so mm -hmm. probably the most fun because obviously wars are super structured. You want as many sure. people running the same stuff. You want certain comps, you know. With open world PvP, it's so fluid, and you have basically no control over a 50, 60 man Zerg of people. And you're basically just fighting for position, or you're fighting over the fort, or you're just you're trying to sneak attack, stuff like that. But or, you don't get in a, in a war. Or like we ran into um, earlier this week, where we just get a big group together to go do a flagged um, elite zone run and run into another like rival faction that's doing the same thing. And we end up having a massive skirmish inside of the mines, like in, in this very cool, unique um, play area where like combat is not as like flat and uh, yeah, structured as, as like wars and stuff. You. Yeah, exactly. You have to worry about NPCs. You have to worry about like the respawn times. You have to uh -huh. worry about all of this terrain and all of that crazy stuff yeah uh, we just like just before the podcast we were running imperial palace and 
we were, it was maybe 10 to 15 of us. We were doing it. All of a sudden we turn around and right behind us is a massive, probably 30 man purple flagged group right there. And we were like, well, we can either a let these guys do this and we'll just run around and start somewhere else. Or we can try to surprise these guys if they don't see us and try to kill as many as we can and get the express train back to town. Yeah. Um, and we had considered it. We tried to hide, but they found us fairly quickly. There was a purple spy. We think he may have ratted us out. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it was actually fine. pretty funny because um, they, they were all hiding. Um, and then I just hear them. I, I was sitting in this Discord call and one of them goes, shit, they shot me. But they didn't keep shooting at him. They were just like, hey, we see you there. You know, pegged him in the leg and then just sat there and stared at him. Yeah. So, like, so you, you also get stuff like that where, you know, there's, like, a lot of uh, a lot of tension and then, like, someone cracks a joke in area chat or, or everyone starts teabagging or whatever, too. Like, a lot of goofy shit can happen with open world PvP, and I, I'd love to see more of that happen uh, on these bigger uh, servers. Yeah, yeah, and I think open world PvP with smaller groups against bigger zergs people groups or series whatever you want to call mm-hmm. them it's i think in this game will favor the more obviously it will favor the more coordinated group right so no matter the size of your group if you can out position and out maneuver you will win those fights every single time mm-hmm. um played a lot of guild wars 2 um the game really morphed from having pvp where there were zergs fighting each other on on battleground maps to hey, we're doing something else with PvP, and then all of a sudden, boom, everything in that, that game's PvP turned groups of 10 to 20 people running around doing their own thing and then like pretty much meeting up at one point and clashing with another two groups. You know, yeah. So it was pretty fluid, and this game, I think, will eventually turn into that, and it will be very fun to watch and to play, and it'll, you'll just get some really good fights and some really cool engagements. So yeah, really excited. Totally. Uh, the dev update did go into a couple of other uh, details around the status of some major bugs. Um, I know a lot of people have been struggling with the weapon swap issue. They did note that that's not a bug that, you know, the weapon that's displaying isn't swapping properly, um, but more a visual issue um, and the way that they are queuing actions. So they did highlight in the February PTR that's not going to be any new content. It's just going to be a lot of balance, quality of life uh, changes, bug fixes, um, stability changes for large scale PVP and stuff like that. Uh, so keep an eye out for that in the February PTR. Um, there, there are also a, a couple of other things that they're uh, focusing on. One of the biggest things they mentioned was doing a full pass on missing ingredients, recipes, mats, and improving the searchability of the trading post, which I think has been much needed from the beginning. The fact that there isn't a um, like time-based log of things that you sell on the trading post is super weird to me. Um, the fact that um, certain... Like, you can't search for focus gear. You can only search by certain perks and stuff. Like, it's it's all just kind of a mess right now. If you've interacted with the trading post at all, you, you get it. So, it'll be nice when they get that cleaned up and, and kind of working a little bit better. They also... Made... They fixed the armor attribute thing, by the way. Oh, did they? Just like, 
Yes. Yeah, so there, instead of just it being a list of perks, there are now like the icon is just like a little, what's it called? Just an arrow. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's got like other sent or like sentry attributes, armor attributes, or scholar attributes, um, mm. stuff like that. And it's it'll tell you what the like obviously what the uh, stat distribution is for that prefix or suffix, yeah. whatever. I, yeah, it's yeah, that's a suffix. So it's at the end of the, end of the thing. But uh-huh. so that that is the thing. I don't. I've had some numerous bugs, but that was one I was very happy about because it is such a pain in the ass to dig through every item and look for the right stats. Yep. So I mean, I think I think that's fixed, but I could be wrong. Yeah. So doing a full pass there, which I think is going to be really good. They also mentioned um, that they have banned over 9,000 bots since the last dev update, which was about a month ago. Um, and then about 600 more through manual investigation, which is nice. I don't see really that big of a change to uh, bot persistence. Like just the other day we had someone in global chat that was level 10. That was like, I've got 90 K gold. I want to buy a full heavy void bent set can show you the money it's like okay that's a that's a gold seller account that's trying to flip void bent for 300 bucks on their website or whatever um so it's good that they're working in the right direction as far as like the the bot things go um the next big thing they talked about was combat weapons and balancing um they said there are a number of weapons they mentioned things like the bow the ice gauntlet the fire staff um, the great acts that are all very close. Um, so they're wanting to make some minor and slight balancing tweaks on those, uh, which is good. They didn't really address some of the major things that, that need to be addressed as far as weapons go. Um, this update was filmed before the last patch. So they, they did mention things like the void gauntlet, uh, super skate thing that you could do with the void blade and, and stuff like that. Um, and then the biggest thing, in my opinion, is they address the desync issue, uh, which it has made PVP really frustrating, especially for melee users. Um, they have a team that's working on it. It sounds like they don't know the solution for the moment, but they did mention that that is also going to be something um, that they're going to try and get into the February PTR. So fingers crossed there. Honestly, if that gets fixed, I think wars have already started feeling quite a bit better than they were two months ago. Uh, but if, if we can get that passed through, I, I think it's going to make that large scale PVP feel a lot better. Yeah, knowing how some some forms of coding work, um, or game coding and just coding in general, I I think personally that it has to do with AOEs, like AOE abilities. Because um, if you like, I know the Ice Gauntlets had a myriad of bugs and mm-hmm. issues and causing desync like to all hell, and it's I think it's because the server is so bogged down in a 50 v 50 war with all of these aoes and all of these inputs and outputs and all that stuff that it's just it's the packet for the for you to sync up with everybody else is just getting lost um personally but like i said not a game dev don't claim to be it but it just makes the most sense you got to get rid you got to declutter what the server is actually trying to rifle through as fast as it is mm-hmm. and i think it'll solve a lot of the issues but i don't know how to fix that i don't know if it's fixable who knows yeah. Um, 
I I agree with that. Like it, it's probably a nightmare to try and fix. I, mm-hmm. I I I cannot even imagine being like why, you know, because you have so many different variables in a game like this. All of the gear, everyone's different latency levels. Getting like a fifty v fifty instance going to begin with, like it, it's a lot going on, and so having to try and untangle that probably is not super super fun. But it, it sounds like they have their best people on it, so fingers crossed they can uh, get that fixed soon. Uh, the last part of the dev update was just some quick hitting community questions. Uh, they talk about things like dynamic uh, open world content uh, increasing the gear score when they did um smaller scale pvp stuff uh and then they they also mentioned that dev mirkard run that they did if they were going to do anything similar uh they did mention that they were going to do a playthrough of dynasty on mutation 4 uh, and it should be out soon I'm excited to see that. I thought the Mirkguard run was was pretty funny. I I liked what they did yeah. there with like the the little tips that were like you know don't let your tank die or else things go bad, um, you know so so things like that that are kind of lighthearted and then them kind of like throwing in the towel being like yeah we're not good at this game or whatever we we couldn't make it all the way through I I think is is nice and kind of like I mentioned earlier endears you to the team a little bit. Um, but a big thing that they dropped here was one, we know for sure the next weapon that's coming is going to be the blunderbuss. Um, there was a little bit of uncertainty based off of the last dev update, if that was the next one or the great sword. So blunderbuss is the next weapon in the pipeline that will likely hit in March because they said it for sure is not coming in February. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Um, I would bet they try and hit the cadence of like a new weapon every quarter until the ones that they're working on are done kind of a thing. Um, dating back all the way to the alpha, they have released weapons at a, a pretty fast clip. Um, so I, I think one a quarter seems totally reasonable. Um, and then the last big thing that they hinted at here that I think most people have really been asking for was more small scale PVP um, instances. So they said in the pipeline, it sounded like sometime this year, they are planning on a recent uh, releasing three V three and five V five arenas where people can actually go into the arena, watch the combat, um, you know, like Coliseum gladiator style, uh, which I think a lot of people have really been wanting. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited about that. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, I think it'll it's gonna divide a lot of the PvP community for the most part. It'll really separate who really wants to do wars and who really wants to go gamble gold. You know, yeah, especially on our server, mm-hmm. you know that there's a ton of ton of green that are just gonna go three v three people. Yep, and I'm not upset about it. I guess it's just gonna be interesting to see what they're going to prioritize at least uh, uh, person to person at least but yeah i think small scale pvp like arenas will be cool Mm -hmm. who knows maybe they'll make a competitive scene out of it i doubt it (laughs) but still cool uh the other big thing is for uh large scale end game content they did mention um that in the short term, they don't have a plan for this, but long term, they would like to give a casual instance for both wars and invasions um, so that all players will have equal access to it. Um, 
right now we ran into this recently uh it's really difficult to get into uh wars right now if you're not a part of like an established large guild you know if you don't have a, a company or your company is really small like it's tough getting on a war roster so having ways for people to gain war experience and eventually you know be able to uh do like a, a big time war you know big boy pants war i i think is going to be good uh, and same with invasions I, I think that'll be nice uh more casual invasions that don't have the uh consequences of losing a main one so that'll be good they also mentioned that they want to focus on war declaration a little bit and the performance of wars making uh the declaration process more transparent uh, as well as sounds like um, a, a little bit easier um, th with it happening less often. Um, it sounds like it's happening a little too often for what they're liking. So uh, slight tweaks there. But overall, I, I thought the, the dev update provided a ton of really good information. Um, and I'm, I'm happy with a lot of these changes that they highlighted. Yeah, I, I am as well. I mean, it's all good. As long as they keep transparent and they keep fixing stuff and try not to break it, I'm cool. Okay. That's it. Cool. Well, before we get out of here, Andrew, every week we give our listeners a new tip or trick for New World, and you have one for us this week. What is it? Yes. If you're running in a giant group of people in an elite zone and you're running into tiny houses with tiny doors and up steps, put your weapons away. You won't collide with anybody if your weapons are sheathed. It's the greatest tip of all time. People can't body block you if you don't have a weapon out, which is so nice. Yeah. All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Faction Wars. If you liked what you listened to today, make sure you share it with a friend, share it with your guildmates. Uh, leave us a like on YouTube. It helps us out a lot. Drop a comment uh, down below and make sure you subscribe to the channel so that you never miss out on an episode. If you're listening on a podcast service that has a review platform, make sure you leave one. It helps us out a ton. We really, really appreciate it. And if you want to support the show even more, you can go to patreon.com slash NDS podcast to make it so that this show can go on and Steve won't cut it off um, when he gets bored of the game. Fingers crossed that I can, I can keep the show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Until next time, keep doing the, the new world. Bye. Yeah, peace.